Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. It's a discussion of the latest entertainment news and celebrity gossip that go beyond the headlines. Welcome to Daily Pop, the podcast edition. Welcome to Daily Pop. I'm Carissa here with Justin and Morgan. We have such a huge show for you today. Charlize, Nicole, and Margot hit the red carpet. Our audience is ready for their bombshell movie. Plus, Kylie and Travis spend some family time together. Are they ready to reconcile? Then Mike from The Bachelorette goes for it. Live on TV, is this the best way to ask someone out? I love her face. And Alfonso Ribeiro will be stopping by the studio to play Catch 21, so stay tuned for that. But first, I was up a little late last night at the L Women in Hollywood event. So many A-list stars were there, including Charlize Theron, and she stopped by and told me whether or not the women who inspired her new movie, Bombshell, will get a chance to see it. Take a look. We are reaching out to all of the women. We want to share this film with them. We're incredibly proud of it, and we hope they're proud of it. We're proud of them. This is a, it's a landmark moment. They really catapulted us into this moment of conversation that just hasn't stopped. And uh, for whatever you think of them or feel about them, uh, they were part of something that changed our conversation. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait for this movie. Can you imagine sitting in the screening room and having Megan there, Gretchen there, Nicole and Charlize all there, like sitting in a movie theater watching someone portray you on the big screen? I mean, I don't even think, we talked about this a little bit earlier because we were on live for me, if you guys didn't catch that. But um, I just want to say, the fact that Charlize looks so much like Megan, it's literally, it's it's almost eerie. Like, you yeah. literally want to feel like, you want to be involved in the story, whether you're interested in it or not, because you're like, how does this person, you feel like you're watching the real life thing unfold. It's yeah. so, like, well, how did she do that? Did she add, like, like that, look something that. changed like, on her face? Yes. Like, how did they do this? They put me, yeah, they did prosthetics. Like, such a subtle prosthetic. Oh. I mean, Oh my God, it's so good. It's so good. And it just really makes you feel like you get to see everything that really went on behind the scenes at Fox News. You get to understand everyone's interactions because you get lost in the fact that you do not realize that that is Charlize Theron. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think people are definitely going to want to see this. I think some people are exhausted with the Me Too movement a little bit and maybe they don't like hearing about it. But you know what? It's not going anywhere. So get mm -hmm. that. But on top of that, 
I think that this is different because this is a story we were all captivated by, and this is a story where you feel like you know a lot, but there's always room to learn something new, and we care about all of these characters. I think whenever you care about these characters, these are people we know, we watch on TV every day, it makes a bigger deal. I just watched the preview or the trailer one more time, and just the way these women look at each other and how they embody their characters so much is like, I have not been that excited to see a movie in a very long time. Yeah. yeah. You know, if I'm Megan or Gretchen, I don't know if I would be able to watch this movie without a therapist first. Like, I think this is going to be something that they're gonna have to watch on their own before they watch it in front of an audience because this is a traumatic moment in their lives. And yes, sometimes people seem braver than what they really are on TV. Like, this might hit them a little hard. I remember watching When the Levees Broke it was one of the first Katrina documentary, documentaries that came out by Spike Lee. And it came out a few years after everything had happened. And for me, I was like, yeah, let's watch it. Like, I had friends over, like, we screened it. And it was five minutes in that I realized that I should have watched it by myself. Right. Because it was still there. Right. So I think for them, it might be still there. Yeah, that is true. I wouldn't want to watch it maybe in a room full of people. You know, oh. I would be like, at home, send me the screener, please. I mean, the movie's about me. I'm sure they can send him a screener. I'm sure. I'm sure that they've invited them to things. Yeah, I know Charlize, I asked if she had talked to Megan because Megan had complimented how Charlize looks so much like her. And she's like, no, I haven't talked to her yet. But obviously, she said she extended mm -hmm. the invite and hopes to maybe meet her then. But I, I was a little surprised. I was wondering if they would want to talk to the people that they are portraying or not. I always feel like actors and actresses have different approaches to that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they're like, no, I want to do a clean slate and do my own fresh take. And other times they're like, I want to get to know you so that or I can Or it's easier really to cast. study the person from afar. Yeah. Right, instead of really getting to know them. Because then you develop your own relationship and then you have a perception of them. You don't know if you necessarily can embody Ooh, good point. what they are, right? Yeah. yeah. Like if I met somebody that I was playing, I think it would be more difficult. I would like to just study their movements and gestures and voice from a distance. I want to see, who would you want to play? Ooh, I don't know. That's a really good question. I don't know who I'd want to play. Right? Oh, I That's, don't know. I guess. And also, like, yeah, who, like, looks like, you feel like you never know who looks like someone. Yeah. Margot Robbie. You could play Margot Robbie. I you wish. You have to get an accent. Yeah, and blue eyes and a yeah. smaller nose and bigger <laughs> lips. <laughs> okay, well, at the same event, I also chatted with Nicole Kidman about a huge project that she's got in the works. We're all very excited. Watch. I'm about to go and do um, a musical. We're so excited about this with Meryl Streep and Ryan Murphy. Yeah, yes. yeah, and I'm looking forward to a little bit of lighthearted fun and play. Um, I kind of need that. Are you going to be singing? I'm going to be singing. Her husband's like, thank God you're taking a lighter situation. Yeah, she's been heavy. Yeah. She's been deep in all oh these my big God. little lies. Destroyer, right. Lion. Bombshell. He's like, do you not want to just take Mary Poppins? Like, you could have it from her. I'm telling you, they would give it to you. It's yes. so funny. People don't realize that you bring all your drama and trauma from work, and actors take on the people that they are portraying. Can you imagine totally. being Keith Urban at home when Celeste walks through the door? Yeah. Like, I mean, I when I heard that Joaquin Phoenix and Rooney Mara like first started dating, I was like, this is not gonna last. He is like a method actor, and he was in the middle of doing the Joker. The Joker. And we know from his history, he will embody that character. You remember that documentary movie that he shot? Totally. When he was pretending to be insanity. Which, which no, I didn't even realize that he was pretending. I thought that that was just what's happening. Did you see the Joker Friday? Is that what you saw? Oh my God, saw the Joker on oh, Friday. Oh, you saw it. Was, was it amazing? Amazing. Couldn't imagine my husband 
coming home from work yes. every single day in that character. And Nicole's that kind of actress, too. She does. So, like, really goes home with her, and I think it's hard for her to separate. This project that she's doing, it's called The Prom. You guys, listen to all the people that are in this. James Corden, Meryl Streep, Ariana Grande, Aquafina, Nicole Kidman, Kerry Washington. I mean, Keegan-Michael Key. It's, it's going to be huge hit. Yeah, but you know, sometimes when it's all those names and it's like a New Year's Eve movie or like Valentine's Day. What is it? Big um, Little Lies. He doesn't like you. What's that movie with Edward? He's not that into you. you. I mean, it was like every single person under the sun. Okay, that that, I didn't love the story. I didn't love the plot. Yeah, but but too close to home. (laughs) 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 Maybe some parts. No, I just that one bore me. But I think this is gonna be. It's Ryan Murphy. It's always good with Ryan Murphy. That is very true. It is always good with Ryan Murphy. Untouchable. So I'm excited. I think it's gonna be good. Anyways, it's the prom. We'll look forward to that. Okay, the prom. Moving on to Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott's family time. Despite spending time apart, a source tells E that the two spent Sunday with their daughter Stormy at Kylie's house. We're told they got along very well, they were happy, and it looked like nothing has changed for them. So this comes after the recent source, a recent source, said they were considering reconciling after a month of being apart. I think they're going to get back together if they're not already back together. Don't you? Why am I like, I'm so pessimistic today. What is the deal? I, I don't like it myself today. Why weird energy? It's a full moon or was a full moon? No, a few it's days a full ago. moon, but I also feel like I need to be super honest today for some reason. Do it. And I when I read this story, it reminded me a lot of Chloe and Tristan. In the sense that sometimes you don't really dig into your real problems because something comes up and eclipses what happened. So spending family time and having that moment and seeing him interact with your daughter may make you forget why you left the person in the first place. And that's what happened with Chloe and Tristan. She forgot about the infidelity and she forgave it because the birth of her daughter was way more important and the time they had spent together like started that whole extreme, thing over. That's like such an extreme, though. Like, the, the, what Chloe's situation was is like, Another level. One I mean, she books. found out like days before giving birth. As she was giving birth, right? Yeah. Basically. So I think that's a little different. This one, I honestly think, you know, whenever I found out that they broke up, I said this. I thought, you know, that first year is tough and they got into this relationship so fast. She got pregnant so quickly. They've been go, go, go with their businesses. He's been doing movies. He's been touring. She's been running a billion dollar business. And then they've also been parents on top of all that. Sometimes life just gets away from each other and you just lose sight of why you fell in love in the first place. And you just need to take a little break or just a pause and say like, let's see if we miss each other. Cause if we don't miss each other, then let's just go our separate ways. But if I miss you and I love you and I want this to work, this will remind me why I fell in love with you in the first place. I also don't think their sort of break or break up was so serious. I think they probably just got into an argument. They probably have had some issues like everybody has. And she probably was like, I need a few days. And he's like, fine. Like, I don't think it was like this relationship is no longer going to be a romantic relationship. And we're only focusing on on co-parenting. I don't think that they're there yet. I think they're still doing the dance. But if you hear the report and you read it, it's like, like nothing had ever changed. They were happy. They were they were into it. 
sometimes I feel like we skirt around those serious conversations that we need to have, like, I need more time with you. We need to focus on this child. You need to focus on me because we see someone at a birthday party or we see someone at a holiday and we're reminded of how much love we have for one another. I just hope that she's not like the 21-year-old me that will, oh, we don't need to have that conversation right now. And then eight months later, you're back to where you started. Because we've heard they've taken breaks before in the past, and Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure judging from what I've done in the past, it's because you're not having those hard conversations. You're not setting your boundary. But I even think even if that is the case and they're not setting their boundaries, they're not taking a hard look at their lives, she's still 22 or 21. Like, she's got all the time to figure it out. And if it's not going to be with Travis, it'll be with someone else. Yeah, but sometimes you waste your time with people, and I'm not saying she's wasting her time. But at 22, if you don't stand your ground at 22, then by the time you get to 24, you're like, well, I've been in this for for two years. By the time you get to 26, this is just who we are. I think Kylie's going to be complacent and just, like, let her life go. Yeah, and I think also, she's going to be on top of it like she is everything else. She does have four sisters that are going to be like, Hello. you need to have these conversations because these problems don't go away. Listen to my life experience. And I want them to still work it out. I don't yeah. think that they're done yet. I think they're still into tasting one another. Like in Yes, tasting. Yes, I agree. Yeah, my drop my pen now because I got uncomfortable. <laughs> A lot of each other. Uh, coming up. Bachelorette contestant Mike Johnson asks out Kiki Palmer live on television. Did he go too far? We'll discuss after the break. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We've got some breaking news for you this morning. Jennifer Aniston is officially on Instagram. Her bio says, my friends call me Jen. And her first post was a selfie with her friends' castmates. Jen wrote, and now we're Instagram friends too. Hi, Instagram. She currently has 239,000 followers at the moment. It is growing quickly. But guess who's not one of them? Me. Haha, <laughs> you got blocked. Yeah, this what? has been. <laughs> I had no problem getting on. This has been me. Why can't I get all on either, though? Morning. Ooh. Long. You thought about it for a second. Did you see that? It paused for. Oh, it's almost. Come on, Jen. Jen, Damn, please. I love you. Please. Why don't I work? Hold on. I don't know. I think Jen broke Instagram. I, I okay, posted here. about this, and a lot of people are telling me they're having the same Oh, problem. I can't follow her either. I guess there's Dude, a no white girl rule. People are so excited about Jen being on. She broke Instagram. She followed you me. You did not. She followed you? Yes. Oh, you are so full of it. I, I'm way, looking at her following list. There's no way. It, there's she no way. Look, she she got jealous. She jealous. freaked out. Because I really love I her. I put my phone away. I forgot that we can't just like keep looking at it. Um, <laughs> anyways, very exciting. I'm going to continue to try following her all day. We'll see if eventually I get unblocked or what the situation is. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, let's talk about former Bachelorette contestant Mike Johnson's awkward proposal and no it was not with Demi Lovato despite being leaked recently to Demi Mike just set his sights on Kiki Palmer while on Strayhand Sarah and Kiki watch how it all played out I made a mistake I don't like dating the public but if I were to ask you if we can go on a date <laughs> in public how that make you feel you know <laughs> what that I didn't hear nothing what happened Mike, I'm gonna tell you something, right? Demi's my girl. This is I love this one here too. Now you mess up, I'm coming for you. Ladies, I'm at work. I'm at work, guys. 
In other words, in other words, I'm at work. Okay, after commercial break, you'll get another. Oh my gosh, we've had something like that happen on Daily Pop before. Yeah, <laughs> he's thirsty. I'm over him. I like it. I don't like it. I mean, I think it's kind of fun if you're interested, but I just feel like he's really just milking this. No. I mean, he's milking it for sure, but I love that Kiki literally just told me she got a man hidden somewhere with that face. Oh, my she goodness. She literally has got a secret boyfriend that she is not telling us about because she was in shock. <laughs> this woman is professional. She can, like, disarm anybody. She couldn't deal with that. That's so funny. I think it was funny. I mean, Mike Johnson is harmless. Like, he's a sweet guy. And I but think like, he's no, just being. A little bit? A little? You guys are giving me nothing? It's a little thirsty. Oh, it's a little so thirsty, yes. Mike? But that's the joke of it, right? Because he's like, I'm not really into public dating, but, but then I'm going to ask you about Demi and said, what a good kisser she I don't know. I just but feel like it's, it's just a joke. It's a I think he's making fun of himself. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I get that. As somebody who does that well, he should just not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that into it and she wasn't really either she's no like, she wasn't she's, she's like, like, like move work. on like no one to shoot your shot bro that wasn't the time right that no one has an time. opinion about this apparently it's dead silent in here <laughs> was down for it he well he had to cover it up because he's like this isn't going well for you i gotta help you out after the commercial <laughs> break. Like, i love these ratings this is gonna go viral let's make this a moment well i guess no, we're talking just, about it yeah it just depends on the people like there's some people that can play like that and some people it's like no, you don't cross that line. Shaq crossed it. You were fine with it. I wasn't the one he asked out. <laughs> I was, you were the straight hand of it all. I was the straight hand. I just sat there back like a Sarah like, oh straight hand did. You sat, yes, you sat there and let her get her ass roasted by him. They're close friends. It was fine. That was a different situation. Yeah, they, they're close. Yeah. These people, I don't believe, know each other. Yeah, she's a little different. Apparently, no one agrees with me. Everyone's like, that's fine. It was a little awkward. I'll give you that. Thank all right. You. I'm so sorry. You've been sitting now on this show. Now we have show. to transition. Wait, 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 wait. You've been sitting on this show for three weeks telling John Mayer that you want to slide in his DMs <laughs> oh, and you want to smell him. Good by point. the way, not smell him. And by the way, if he was sitting here and he wasn't feeling it, I would pick up on that You're and lying. would shoot my shot. But on television, John, still pending. You'd be sitting like this. You'd be sitting like this. I would not. It's not like that. It's like this. Uh -huh. <laughs> Go right and ahead. don't tweet me about it, okay? Can she sit like a professional? When you have this job, you sit however you want. Oh! I'm over people telling oh. me how to sit. Damn. I'm sitting. My knee feels comfortable this way. It's good for circulation. It's only when a straight dude's here that she sits like that, that her knee has an issue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Colton Underwood is here. I have issues with my knee. Is he here? He's not here. Yeah. Col oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> confused so much There's more, of course. Okay, still ahead, you guys. I'm so excited because it's game time. We have Alfonso Ribeiro in the house, and he's putting us to the test. We're going to test our trivia knowledge. Oh, great. We'll see what happens here. Stick yes. around. I'm going to ask you a trivia question. If you answer correctly, you get control of the next card, which you can keep, pass to one of your fellow players, or freeze. The object of the game is to catch 21 or get as close to 21 as possible. Porcini, Portobello, and Cremini are types of what? Julie. Mushrooms. Is it mushrooms? Mushrooms is correct. Whitney, deal the card. Your next card is a nine. So I'm really sorry, Michelle, but I'm gonna have to bust you out. It hurt her, it hurt her so bad. It was this hard for her to bust her out. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it would have been so easy. Uh, You're out of here! They're so nice to each other. <laughs> yeah. so I felt so sad. It was like, just bust her, go, let's yeah. move. <laughs> Welcome to Daily Bob, the host of Catch 21, Alfonso Rivero. Thank you. By the way, 
You never age. It's the saddest thing ever. <laughs> no, it's the greatest thing it's ever. Greatest it's like thing. it's great that like you know my you know the reality is my mom and dad still look very young, and uh, it's that Trinidadian blood that just kind of rolls through it. And it's also black don't crack, so you 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 know this. Oh, I'm cracking a little bit. <laughs> this 6 a.m. call time has got me cracking. Well, that's different. <laughs> yes. that's different. Oh my God, you're back on Catch 21. Tell us why it's so fun hosting this show. Well, it's great to be back. Obviously, you know this is a re boot that came that was on from 2007 to 2011 on Game Show Network and uh, the idea of coming back this was their highest rated original uh, show on their oh, network wow. and so uh, to bring it back but really to have uh, Whitney Carson Aww. as my dance partner uh, my, my dealer on this show was just uh, very special and, and very cool to come back and do it but you know what I, I think it's really now it's about trying to figure out whether you guys can answer some questions. Oh, crap. Oh. Are you guys up for, you know, a little, a little always, questions? A little, I'm always a little up something for to see how your trivia is? Yes. All right, let's see. Okay, let's do a couple. Um, which news anchor signed off with the phrase, that's the way it is? Arsenio Hall? Nope. That's the way. I have no idea. I have no idea. That's the way it is. Walter Cronkite. Oh, Walter, my God. Walter Cronkite. We got you people in the back. You did not know that, Morgan. We got people in the you back. Morgan's like, Morgan's like, Morgan's like, I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> right after I said it. Um, all right. So another one. Uh, a group of which species of bird is known as a murder? As a what? Murder. Crows. A murder? Crows. Yes. Crows is correct. That is correct. You. All right. You I would guess. have control of the next card right. in Catch-21. But on this show, you just get another question. <laughs> all right. Which actor is said to be connected to all others by six degrees of separation? Oh, I, I remember reading about this. And, um... Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp nope. is a good answer, but that's not it. Nope. Uh, it is. Oh, that was very funny. Someone over there said Will Smith. Will Smith? It's not Will Smith. It's not Will Smith. I, no, I was kidding. It's not I, just, Will Smith. I was just repeating it's what they the, said. The, the reality is, the reason why Tom she said it. Will Smith is because it's Kevin Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. That's right. And uh, Will did the movies. The movie, The Six Degrees of Separation. But Kevin Bacon was the actor who was actually said to be connected. All right. Who voices the lovable cowboy Woody in the Toy Story? I knew that one. I knew that one. I think he beat you. I think he beat you. All right. Espadrilles are a type of what item of clothing? A shoe. Espadrilles are clearly a shoe. Yes. But Clearly, you extended by not saying it, but talking until it came out that it's a shoe. Yes, you gotta actually go shoe. Okay, all right, last question. M-E is the postal abbreviation for which U.S. state? Maine. Good job. Yes! Good job. Thank you. All right. I got one. So that means that you guys both win nothing. nothing. <laughs> and my confidence is shattered. Yes. No, no, no. You ended on a positive note. It's all about how you end. Right? Love you you got shoes. You got Maine. Everybody feels good. Yeah. Nobody knows who Kevin Bacon is. <laughs> <laughs> have a radio show about the 90s. I do. It's oh, the, cool. the 90s with Alfonso. It's uh, right now we're currently in 20 markets and growing.
morning. Uh, I've got a great co-host with me. Her name is DK, and uh, we it's all about the 90s for me. I used to love the music of the 90s, and you know what I mean? It's like, you know, sometimes it's okay to show your age yes. if, it, if it pays you, Yeah, right? Yeah, and sure. so in this case, it's paying me because I love the 90s, and what we do is we tell great stories, and, you know, we have artists, and these are people that I grew up with and knew oh, nice. and were friends with, and sometimes it's like, you know, we'll, you know, tell stories about Will, tell stories about Michael Jackson, um, you know, Britney Spears, NSYNC. Uh, we'll, we'll just go through the music and have a little fun. We've got a couple of cool segments that we do. It's called Y2K Play, which is where we step over the line and, and throw out some songs from the 2000s. Um, you know, the one-hit wonders, that kind of yeah. stuff. We, so we do some fun stuff with it. But it's a cool weekend show, three hours. I have fun doing it. And okay. it's, a, it's a blast to kind of just... You know, relive okay. the 90s. Okay, because y'all didn't have Instagram or social media. That in the is 90s. correct. That is correct. I need you to tell me mm. the best turn up story from the 90s. Um, the, well, let me just say that, you know, the 90s is the past and we don't need to go back. But, <laughs> but what, but what uh, I will say is uh, it's amazing now because, like, the Roxbury yeah. was the spot. Back in the day, yes. no, right? Not like it was, yeah. it was the spot. And the greatest thing was that you could go hang out at the Roxbury, and it had like the VIP room, and everybody would hang out in there, and you would like have to stay low because the paparazzi would be on the street Damn. shooting up into the Roxbury, like trying to get photos. That is, and crazy. so like you know, and like now you see it every once in a while. It's like you know when you leave the club, it's like all right. I'm gonna leave. Twenty minutes later, you break out. Meet me at the house. That's how you got it. I'm telling on myself. I'm telling on myself. <laughs> While we have you here, I saw you at the Gemini Man. I was there yes. at the premiere. I saw you uh, supporting your buddy. Absolutely. That is so cool. I do have to ask you: Has he said anything to you about a Fresh Prince of Bel Air spinoff? Because the Hollywood not at all, Reporters? not at all. I keep hearing, you know, I, I've been doing press for the last couple of days, yeah. obviously for the premiere of Catch Twenty One, and people keep asking and I'm like I got nothing <laughs> I got you know I got nothing to get nothing to share here I don't you know I know literally nothing about it all I know is he you know he started his Be Bel Air athletics mm -hmm. uh clothing line um which I'm like hey Will you gonna owe me some yeah. right I you think you owe me some homie come you on now come on you can't you can't just have this all by yourself now let a, let a brother enjoy <laughs> will you tell us if you find anything out <laughs> I will not <laughs> I love your honesty I love it. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, you guys, you can catch Catch 21. It airs weeknights on the Game Show Network. Stay with us. We have more Daily Pop ahead. <laughs> Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you say you're a mess, like what are the things that you like my realized? thing that I do? Yeah. I have been doing this thing for many years where I have been downplaying or whatever it is that I need because I never want to come off too demanding. Yeah. I've been battling potentially some self-worth issues mm -hmm. because for whatever reason I'm feeling like I'm not deserving. Oh of Hallelujah. greatness. What's the biggest misconception that you think people have about you? 
Probably that I'm very happy. And it wasn't until recently I realized the whole pedestal idea is like, please kick the pedestal down. She's so real and authentic all the time. Alicia Keys shares her most vulnerable side on the newest episode of Red Table Talk. It's definitely a change from the empowering Alicia we're so used to seeing and hearing from. Do you know how to ask for what you need in life? I just recently learned and got comfortable with that whole notion because Mm -hmm. as a child, you're taught not to be ungrateful and to be appreciative of everything. And as an adult, you it's confusing because you know what you need, you know what you're worth, but you're scared to ask for it because you don't want to feel that ungratefulness. You don't want, what she said, you don't want people to feel like you're difficult, hard to please, Mandy, difficult to work with, and unreasonable, you know yeah. what I mean? It's very hard to kind of figure out where, and I think as celebrities, like just as, you know, as an example, people like Alicia Keys, when you become more famous, you feel like you're finally entitled to ask for more things because you've proven yourself, you have staying power, people are paying attention to you. So that's why we hear about all these ridiculous ridiculous writers. People want like only white M&Ms, but you have to get to that certain point. And the reality is you should feel that way from the beginning of your career or whatever it is that you're doing and really just work on the internal and feel like you're getting the best out of whatever situation you're in. But yet that's one of the most challenging things to overcome as a human being. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I think being humble was so ingrained in me as a child, you know, be humble, like you said, be grateful, like be all these things to the point almost to a detriment. Yeah. Uh, to where like I felt as though like it really actually played a second hand on my confidence and that's something that didn't kick in and I still think I struggle with it today. I mean, I do struggle with it still today, but it's exactly kind of like what Alicia Keys was saying. It's sometimes having that stop think about it and be like, you know what, no, I do deserve. Not feeling like you're lucky to be at the table sometimes, like you deserve to be at the table. For sure. And I think for, for certain people, and I'm only talking as a layman here, sometimes you have to be honest about what you need because at the end of the day, if you get what you need, you are a happier person, you're willing to work harder, mm-hmm. you're willing to go there, you're willing to be present, and I just feel like... It's also navigating situations where you feel like you're not getting what you deserve, but know that you should be getting more, and in order, how, do you, how does one sort of of break that barrier where you're kind of meeting in the middle because there's certain people that feel like you don't deserve what you are asking for. For sure. I think what I'm trying to say is when you know when you want to ask for something that you know you should get and there's still a fight. Yes. That's when it's like, well, how do we navigate this? Like, how do we I'm, I'm yourself, not being, I'm not you, being you, unreasonable. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? That's the th- I think that's when you need to pick yourself over whatever the situation is. Right. Because other people aren't seeing your worth and you're finally realizing it and you should own that. I think yeah. sometimes like we are like, okay, well then maybe you're right. Maybe I'm not worth the love that I think I am or maybe I'm not worth the paycheck I think I am or whatever the situation right. might be. And that's like, those are like kind of that come to... Jesus moments. Jesus moments, you know, sure. where you're like, you know what? No, I am worth it. You yeah. Know? yeah, and it's tricky, though, because a lot of those times it's like it's having to walk away from something that you're either comfortable with, which is a relationship, or a job that you're comfortable with, which is a paycheck that you need. Like, mm-hmm. whatever the situation is. So it's it's really not everyone has the luxury to maybe choose themselves all the time, which is yeah, also what's challenging. But sometimes you got to look at yourself and you have to say, this is going to be hard for me. But, but I got to do this. that I'm going to learn out of this yep. is going to be yep. the most empowering thing ever because I'm such a Scorpio that the uncertainty of, you know, the not knowing is really scary for me. And now I'm the same way, but the people I know who do that, who take the leap and do the uncertainty and they take the harder path 
always end up happier. Always, because you're pushed out always. of your comfort zone. Yeah, but yep. it's also what she said. It's like finding your self-worth. And for the longest time, I didn't have that. Yeah. And when I finally had that aha moment, it was like, you don't have to be afraid of the next thing because what was meant to be will be and what will come will come. Amen. And you have to look at yourself and you have to say that I've put in the work and I have shown what I can be in this relationship. Show me if you can give me what I need in this yep. relationship. And if that person, that company or that whatever can't, you just gotta be like, it's fine. Deuces. It's cool. Like, it's fine. Like it's not yeah. anyone's fault. Like you just couldn't be the person that I needed you to be. And, and I that's can, and, not your and fault. vice versa. And vice versa. I'm not the person for you. Yeah. In, in every situation. Alicia Keys speak on it, we love you, like this, she's and always you know, so vulnerable. I know we have to so wrap cool. up, even when she was like, you know, I'm just not that happy. Like, how do you really know if you're really happy? I feel like you, you people feel moments of happiness, but who's happy all the time? Nobody's happy all the time. I and I, know, I, don't mean, the time. I don't mean bad moods, I mean like, are you really, like, how do you know if you're really happy? It's crazy, right? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. We'll think about that. That's deep. The... That's deep. I have to Let's think come about back that to that. Because that's a good that. question. Things make me laugh, but am I happy? It's crazy, right? Am I happy? That's a great question. We're all wondering. Right? Um, I'm happy right now to be I, here with you. Yeah, today. that you know, me too. Are you? Yeah. Okay. You're not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I could have caught three more hours of Z. No, the, the sleeping is just. I'm really aging. It kills me. Be oh, happy with a okay. butter croissant. New episodes of Red Table Talk Stream Mondays on Facebook. Watch. Okay. This is a story we need your guys' opinion on. So a couple is asking Reddit if they overstepped by talking to their son's therapist without his permission. So you here's did. the backstory. Their 17-year-old son asked to see a therapist, but they did, but he did not want to explain why he needed one. His parents set him up with a weekly appointment, but they were concerned about what was bothering him and he wouldn't tell them. So they asked their son's therapist multiple times to give them a hint, but the therapist said, no, I can't do that. And now the son found out and is upset with them. So they're asking, well, are we a-holes for trying to figure out why our son wanted to see a therapist? You're not assholes for trying to figure out why your son was seeing a therapist, but you have to understand and respect his privacy, mm -hmm. and you have to be grateful that he was one of the kids that opened up to you, was honest, and that he has somebody to talk to. Because I know a lot of kids out yep. there feel like they have no one to talk to, and they bottle those things up inside, and then they have issues for the rest of their lives. It might be something crazy, but I trust that if a therapist felt like your kid was gonna harm himself no, that's or harm what... somebody else, he'd pull you to the side and be like, you need to get this kid some more help because this is where he's well, going. That's, a hundred, yep. that's, that's the rule of therapy, right? Like unless you're going, if you're gonna harm someone else or yourself, then that's where all rules are off. But I do feel like these parents should really focus on the fact that they should be so proud of the fact that they have raised a child that at 17 years old has decided, I'm dealing with some things that are bigger than me. I really need to seek help. I need to speak to a, a professional about <clears> this. <throat> I don't feel comfortable speaking to you. I need somebody to give me a clear, idea of what's going on. And I mean, the fact that that in itself is a win. win. I think his parents should feel comfortable and happy about that. And it very well might be that they want to talk about how their parents, his parents don't give him any boundaries. <laughs> they have no boundaries. Cause exactly. look, they're like uh, trying, he's trying to have a moment, yeah. a private moment with a therapist to talk about something and they won't. And I, I can understand like as a mother, that would be excruciating if my son was going through a problem and I, and he wouldn't tell me what it was. I would also be proud of him, though, for going to a therapist, and I would hope and trust and pray that this therapist is giving him the best advice possible. But like most like parents, you would think it was something about you. 
Because every parent thinks their kids' issues or they're going to talk about. Though, I don't know. In high school, it could be a lot of things a that lot of I things. don't know about. You know, like it could be a girl, it could be a boy, it could be sex, it could Bullying. be lack of sex, it could be stuff he's not going to talk to me about, you know? For sure. But I think all parents go to that place like, oh my God, what did I do? What is he saying about me? What, what are we talking about? And I find that when kids do you know, open up to their parents and be honest with their parents, all they hear is what you did. Mm -hmm. Or like, oh, this is where I lack, because when you were 13, this happened, and they make it about themselves. So a lot of times, you have to find that third party that's gonna hear your full statement without yeah. making it about themselves. That's a good point, because I think that we do, as parents, we're like, oh, what did I do? What did I do wrong? How as did I mess it up? human beings, we do it. Like, yeah. if yep. you say you had a bad day on the show, and I hear, oh my God, the show, like, what was about the right. show? Like, what was it about me and the show? Right. We just all of a sudden go there. That's where our human instinct is to yeah, go. That's a good point, too. Well, you're not a-holes, but don't do that. <laughs> I think that's our, uh, our that. bottom line. Right. Okay, let's read some of your guys' comments on our topics today so far. Paige has some strong opinions about Mike asking Kiki out on a date. Paige says, Mike needs to take a break from mm. trying to get famous for dating publicly. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but it's not a good look on him right Thank now. Thank you. Wish you were in the studio earlier when no one else spoke up about that. <laughs> Vita says, as long as she's single and available, he was harmlessly flirting. He's a charmer, and what single girl wouldn't like to get hit on by a very attractive guy? Maybe she's not single. I love that y'all are like, I cannot believe a guy from a dating show on an American TV True. went on another American TV and tried to date. True. Yeah. Good point. Right. Okay. That is what he's known for. Are you surprised um, that a rapper cursed? Like, it's... <laughs> That's what it is. And when it comes to Kylie and Travis potentially getting back together, it's Gossip Folk says Kylie just wants to feel secure, especially having a touring rapper boyfriend. A little break can be a good thing. Mm -hmm. That baby is the cutest delicious. Thing. That face. Not she's a such a good though. talker. She's so she's smart. Cute. True is my cutest. Um, like, right? True is the cutest. <laughs> oh, true. yeah, true. Still you guys. Is it okay to have a crush on someone other than your spouse? Can it be harmless or is it always a problem? We'll get into that just ahead. I think he just didn't want to. Is there a such thing as a harmless crush when you're married? So one woman tells her story to HuffPost Personal about getting close to a guy she met at a coffee shop while her she was having her own marriage troubles. So she says she never got physical with the guy, but does talk about the rush of anticipation before seeing him fantasizing about him oh. and also getting a pit in her stomach whenever she thought about possibly hurting her kids and husband. Oh. Now, she did actually remove herself from the situation. Three weeks later. And it did take a year for her to detox from the guy. Sis. Now, on a related, unrelated note, she did actually end up divorcing her husband. But she never actually says she still avoids this coffee shop because she just doesn't want to see him because it brings her back to such a weak part in her life. She said some people she thinks can have harmless crushes, she cannot. Well, maybe this wasn't a harmless crush. If yeah. you're seeing maybe a man. in love with him. If you're seeing a man for three and a half weeks, every single day at the same time, and you cannot wait to smell the scent of his shirt, sis, that's an affair. That's an emotional affair. Because mm. if you couldn't tell your husband that you ran into fine-ass Jerome at the coffee shop and y'all flirted and laughed and kikied, then that's not a crush. Yeah. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel like a, a crush necessarily. It just feels like maybe an infatuation with somebody, somebody or an idea because she wasn't getting that at her home. Yeah, but the problem is... She didn't do anything wrong. She, she kind of did. She had a desire. No. She spoke to somebody at a coffee shop. That's not doing anything wrong. For an wrong. hour a day for three weeks? Some I mean, she's chatty. <laughs> 
No, I think she's she, not like, let me like take your shirt off. You know what I mean? What she did was I think she pushed herself out of the relationship. Like if you're having marriage problems and then you go find that connection somewhere else, right. whether it be online, whether it be at a coffee shop, whether it be with a coworker, you create that connection. You, you are giving yourself the taste, the possibility. What would life be like if I wasn't married? Could I be with this person? Right. Would it be happy? It's like you're kind of opening Pandora's But that means your relationship is already so broken because if you already don't feel fulfilled by your relationship in more ways than one, physically, emotionally, mentally, whatever it might be, and you have a door that is open to start a relationship or dynamic with another person, then that means you shouldn't be in that relationship regardless. Yeah, but that's also not called a harmless crush. Like, you are having an emotional affair with somebody. No, it's not an emotional affair. You're having, you are having doubts and uncertainties about if you're in the right place and you are figuring out yourself. You're, you're testing the waters. That's, I think, what you're trying to do. Just like, checking in with yourself of like, how do I feel? Can I continue in this place? So I don't think it's necessarily, it's more like, it's, it is testing the waters, but not in a way that crosses a line. So what doesn't cross the line? Just being like super harmless in the sense of like, Tom is a very attractive man. If I went, if you went to your house today, All right, Tom. and you made a <laughs> joke about you and Tom flirting, are you making a joke with Tom? Mm-hmm. Your husband would not feel but any type of way. But she's happily married. She's happily married. It's not a good example. <laughs> yeah, but her husband is not. Her husband Tom. is not. If your crush is getting more than your husband when it comes to your emotions, or if your crush knows more about you than your husband does that week, this is no longer a crush. Yeah. Like, if your husband doesn't walk up to your crush and say, oh, here's your work crush, ha, 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 she has a crush on you, then it's not a crush. Right, but the relationship was probably over before this, which is exactly what happened with her. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Sometimes relationships just end. But what I'm confused about is now that she's divorced, why doesn't she go after the Starbucks guy? Which I also because really jo- shows that you know she was emotionally depleted yeah. in her marriage. Because Jerome is an actor. He ain't got a job. <laughs> <laughs> she said it. She was like, yeah, unemployed. I'm like, oh, she's over Jerome. She yeah, wants to sleep with him. Yeah, she just wanted to sleep with him. Yeah. Don't open that bag. Um, okay, we'll be right back with more Daily Pop. Hit us up with your thoughts. Hashtag Daily Pop. You never. Hashtag Daily Pop. So I was at the L Women in Hollywood event last night, and let me tell you, there were a whole bunch of good looks, so we gotta talk about them in a fashion roundup. First up, Charlize Theron. She had this edgy Louis Vuitton outfit. What do you think, Morgan? I feel like you have opinions about this. I don't, I don't love it. I know, I, I get it. Like it. I get it. I get fashion, this, I, don't, I don't like it. I thought it was cool. I mean, I'm, maybe I'm blinded because I just love her so much and she's so cool and she was like walking the car, but she's like, my stylist told me to own it. Own it. I gotta be edgy and cool. And it was like, she's just, I don't know. It was fun and it was cool. She took on like a different look than everybody else. Everybody else got really pretty and really glammy. Yeah. And she just went edgy and cool and was like, I'm Charlize and I can do whatever I want. Yeah. The more I look at it, the more I, I get it. I understand it. It's just at first glance, I wasn't like obsessed with it. I just also hate a booty. I really don't like them. You don't like them? Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Zendaya. Can't say anything bad about Zendaya, okay? Oh. Okay, I'm, t- I'm not, it's TLC foam season, people, okay? I'm just gonna tell you that right now. It's just, <laughs> it's, it is what, it's just perfect. She just gets it. This is giving me Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation 2020 yeah. in a spaceship on Mars. Wow. It is everything. Yeah. I love a seafoam. I'll eat it up all day, mm-hmm. but I also love a structured look that's untailored, that's all over the place. This is really beautiful. I love this from head to toe. Look at the smize. I mean, when she walks on the carpet, she's like, I am a professional. I know exactly what I'm doing. She's such a model. Yeah. Um, Slicked back hair. She had Natalie Portman in this beautiful black lace gown, Dior. I've seen her in it. Yep. 
I'm loving it, but I'm not impressed. No. But I love it. Yeah, it's it pretty. It was so pretty and cute in person. Like it just, it's like Natalie Portman, like sweet, beautiful, innocent. You just, you know, you it's can't her. help but look pretty. Right. She, yeah. All right, that's it. Stick around. More Daily Pop just ahead. Wish we had time for more. There's a new Catwoman in town. Zoe Kravitz is breaking out the claws in the upcoming Batman movie. Zoe's stepdad, still feels weird to call him that, Jason Momoa is freaking stoked for her. He posted a pic of them and wrote, I'm so proud of you, Zozo Bear, on and off screen Ohana, which means family. So cute. So excited for her to be in this role. She's going to be an amazing Catwoman. I never thought in a million years after Michelle Pfeiffer put on right? that suit there would ever be another one. But This one makes perfect sense. You Ooh. hear it and you're like, yep, that's it. That's, that's it, boo. That's it. Time. Love it. Can't wait. Well, that's our show for today. Tomorrow, it's Bosses Day, and we are celebrating with the ultimate boss lady, Olympic track and field sprinter, Allison Felix, is stopping by. So have a great day. I'm still trying to follow Jen Aniston, and I still can't. So we'll she just She has gonna been trying to do this since Keep doing that. Have a great day, everyone. Jen, let me follow you, please. She gonna block your ass. <laughs> you look crazy. Thanks for listening to the podcast edition of Daily Pop. Remember, we've got a new episode every day. Make sure to subscribe and have a great rest of your day.